So you slept in. Hey, we're not judging. Sometimes you just need to get those Z's. And if you need to snooze, we'd much rather you did it at home in your warm, comfortable bed than in our pews. You can always catch up with the sermon later right here on this Sunday Morning Sleep-In Podcast. You're still going to miss out on some things that are pretty important about going to church, which is being around intergenerational community and the support and encouragement that comes along with that. Heck, being around people who disagree with you and learning how to love them anyway. Inspiring music, charming children at children's time. We won't be able to give you any refreshments after the service, but we will give you what we can. I'm Susan Foster. And I'm Chris Marshall. And we're United Methodist Pastors in Reno, Nevada. We're not theological experts or perfect preachers. We're your average pastors helping our congregations think through life's big questions each week. We started the podcast so if you're away from home or working or coaching your kid's soccer team, or maybe even just sleeping in, you can keep up with some of the ideas floating around the church. Each episode is a conversational version of a sermon we gave on a Sunday. So whatever day it is when you're listening to this, we want you to snuggle up and receive it with an open mind and an open heart. And a quick note, we don't really expect you to agree with absolutely everything we have to say. I know that it's rare, but sometimes people think I might be wrong about something. It's very rare. Very rare. Very rare, but it happens. It happens. Our sincere hope is not that you will agree with everything we say, but that you'll think about what you think that you'll figure out what you're deconstructing and reconstructing from your own theology, and that in the midst of that, you will experience the mysterious loving force in the world we know as God moving in your life, particularly as you consider this. So Chris, sixth chapter of Mark. Ooh, I love Mark 6. <laughs> We're in the middle of the uh, Sermon on the Mount. Well, this is the this is the part uh, towards the end. Uh, this is where where Jesus set, turns to his disciples and said, let's go away for a bit. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. And then he has to do two more things. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's me, man. I can never just leave the house. It's always right? like, I leave the house and, oh, I got to go back and get my sunglasses. Oh, I forgot the dog. Yep. Oh, yep, yep. This is so true about Chris, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell my, my admin when I'm leaving for the day, I always say, okay, I'm out. I'll probably be back three more times before I go. Yeah, yeah. But, um... So what happens is, is that Jesus says, let's go away. And they start to go away and people follow them. And in Mark's telling of the gospel, there's the feeding of the 5,000. And then there's the Jesus walking on water mm-hmm. situation. Then he gets back off the boat. They get off the boat and he's in, again inundated by people. And so they never really get away. Right. Right. Like that's what happens. Right. And the... It's like le- a retreat fail. <laughs> retreat fail. And the, the lectionary puts the let's get away... And let's get off the boat together without the feeding of the 5,000 or the walking on water. Interesting. They skip over it. Then they come back to it. Yeah, they come back to it. It's a funny choice. Okay. Right. And I I just want to put it out there that sometimes as pastors, when we're preaching lectionary, what we're doing is preaching these funny choices. We're preaching funny choices that somebody else made a long time time ago. ago. And we still ask the question of the text, right? Like, does this change the text? Does this change what the story is trying to be? Yeah. So So anyway. So what? So we skip some stuff. So what? Does that matter? Right. Um, But it got me thinking about how Mark tells Jesus' story, right? And so Jesus tells Mark's story by revealing, trying to reveal, unfolding and the revelation of who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. right? And so started in his hometown where everybody thinks he's weird. And then he's sending the the disciples out in some pretty amazing ways. And then placing Jesus's miracles and words in the the tradition of prophets and rabble rousers. And then 
drawing our attention to the gathered crowd, to the people who, who have, have gathered around Jesus because of what Jesus has been doing and what the disciples have been doing. We can clearly understand in, this pas- in these passages why it's time to get away, right? We've all been there. Oh, yeah. Right? Disciples haven't had enough, even had time to eat. They've been so busy. Right? It's just such a fun little... Poor fellas. Poor fellas, right? No fast food back in the day. <laughs> just Peter, could you just run through McDonald's and pick us up 12 quarter pounders is, and some Yeah, fries? it just doesn't happen that way, right? It's hard to live in the, into the call that God has for you. Just because it's God's call doesn't always mean it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you can just keep going at a breakneck speed and not take time to rest and relax and refresh. Right, you'll uh, burn out. And Jesus knows that... The disciples need some processing time, right? Mm-hmm. They've just been told they have to, all this, they're just like little sponges, right? But you can take all that stuff in and you don't, if you don't organize it, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Well, and if we think about the disciples, the average age of the disciples is probably under 20. Right. Right. They're, these are teenagers for the most part mm-hmm. who are just beginning to understand life. Right. Much less metaphor. Much less, yeah, metaphor and heavenly things and everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is trying to say, okay. Let's have some reading comprehension now. <laughs> that balance between the exalt, exaltation and the draining of at the same time, you mm-hmm. know, that that thing that I know that you and I experience all the time, right? What? We go from the birth of a baby to the death of a matriarch of the church, and we have to hold both of those All intention. those things together. I, I was just reading a journal of mine from first grade <laughs> when my family went on a trip to Boston, and we walked the Freedom Trail. And every journal entry I had to write for my class was like, we did this today. We walked around a lot. We did this today. We walked around a lot. And the day that we flew home was I slept for six hours on the plane without waking up once because we just did a whole lot of walking. <laughs> I was really tired. <laughs> like, it, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a and lot. And it builds. And you have, right. to, you have to let yourself rest. But what strikes me about this passage is that in this not unreasonable expectation of Jesus that he wants to take the disciples away, that you are sometimes faced with what is in front of you, the need in front of you is far greater than your plan. Yeah. And going about your business and suddenly you're called out of your your own stuff to be present for another. And, you know, I know as a pastor that that's like frequent. I had a few have a few examples here, like the cop who notices the kid with bloody socks yeah. and returns with new shoes, right? Yeah. says, there's nothing else more important. Yeah. Than that kid having, you know, wholeness or the tweet from a concerned passenger on a train that saves young people from human trafficking. Yeah. And um, the stranger opening their house for a wedding that got rained out on a beach. That was yeah. a great story that ha- that's happened. And firefighters that saved a man after a heart attack and then the return to finish his sod project. Yeah. Right. Because they were about to get fined by the, the um, HOA. Yeah. And that's why he was stressing out about it. And so the, the fireman just came back and finished it. Wow. Or the guy who buys a, a bunch of AC units because he remembers how hard it was when he was a kid and it was hot. Yeah. And he just says, there's nothing better to do today than to do this. Yeah. Right. Je- Jesus is in that similar situation uh-huh. where he's saying, working on caregiving for his people, for the, the, you know, the disciples. And in the middle of it, he's reminded of all the people in front of him. Yeah. And remembers he can do something for them. He can meet their hunger physically and spiritually uh, for companionship, for community, for love, for God. Right? Like all of that. Mm-hmm. I imagine that, that there's two feedings. of In those two feedings, there's also the exhilaration and disappointment on the side of the disciples. Because I bet they were craving. Like, we would really like to get away from here now, Jesus. Uh, two more things. I remember yeah. as a kid, 
Yeah, just two my more mom things always had to do one more thing before we could go shopping, and she'd go. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, so annoying because I would have gotten my chores done. Why aren't chores done? Right. Yeah, exactly. So Jesus is also in the midst of this. I'm sure also reminding, remembering, you know, what he learned in the desert, you know, and realizing the experiences and knowledge that he has are going to help these people and help those people and help, you know, like, but he's not a superhero, but he puts flesh on an idea and reality on a dream and knowledge in addition to hope, God present in real ways for real people. Yeah. Through his compassion, God, Jesus meets people where they are and where they encounter him. We're called to that same compassion to feel with. Yeah. That definition of compassion, not to just, oh, Hi, over there. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you. But the compassion is to to feel with, to feel the connection, to to be in the presence of that. And even as we wonder in the face of how and why and are we able to make a difference? And, you know, there's all the stories of people who do, like those examples I shared, you know. Hmm. Shoes can mean the difference. The Mother Teresa example, right? Like she she always talked about just being this one person who just does what's in front of her compassion one person at a time and you know jesus is always talking about leading us in ways of compassion and and having it and teaching it and living it but he also says don't let the rules get in your way Mm -hmm. (laughs) it shouldn't be a should it shouldn't be a should you know give compassion that might be you know break the rules in order that you might give more compassion yeah so anyway that was my on that passage. Well, I like it. I like that as much as we try and be good about juggling all the things that we need to do, all the things that we want to do, all of the things that we have to do, like eating, etc. Mm -hmm. All of that, like it's okay to notice that, you know, every once in a while Jesus' balance gets out of whack too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's okay. Right. You know, it's okay. You just go, you do what's in front of you and then take that, that break a little bit later and we can have some compassion for each other in the midst of that too. Yeah. But sometimes we think it's all or nothing, like it, it has to happen right when we want it. We, you know, just because they didn't get away. Doesn't mean they failed. Yeah, doesn't mean that they failed. There was another time for that, and there was more time to make those efforts. Yeah. Well, thanks. And thanks for listening to the Sunday Morning Sleep In. If you have questions for us or stories that relate to what we've been talking about, you can shoot us an email at sundaymorningsleepin at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook or at sundaymorningsleepin.com, where you'll find the entire archive, all of our episodes including show notes, uh, links to the different things that we've been discussing. The scripture for this podcast is Mark chapter 6, 30 to 34 and 54 to 56. And the music you're hearing is Take Me Higher by Jazzer. (laughs) And we end each worship service and each podcast with a blessing ascending for the homework, as Chris often calls it. And your homework today is to remember when you're feeling tired and you're feeling worn out and you're wondering whether God can be doing anything in or through you at this moment. But yes, yes, even if it's the time for you to rest, God is doing something in and through you. If this is not yet your time to rest and to refill, God is still moving. Amen? Mm Amen.